Welcome to It's All Mental, a podcast from Every Turn Mental Health. Mental isn't a bad word. There's no health without mental health. We're here to talk about every high and low. No limits, just good conversations. Hi everyone, I'm Emily Evans from Every Turn Mental Health. I'm here with Martha today and we're recording um, ahead of Mental Health Awareness Week. First of all, just to say, Mental Health Awareness Week, we recognise at Every Turn, um, is really, really a great opportunity for us to have conversations around all subjects around mental health, but we also recognise that mental health is important throughout the year, not just for this week. Um, but yeah, a great opportunity. And the subject of um, this year's Mental Health Awareness Week is anxiety. So we're going to have a conversation around that. Welcome, Martha. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if I can just ask you to introduce yourself first of all, that would be lovely. Yeah, hi, I'm Martha Hydeson. I'm the Community Engagement Team Manager in Nottinghamshire. So um, I work for the Knots Talking Therapies part of Every Turn. Um, and my role is really about talking about mental health really out in the community and promoting the services that we offer. So it is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, additionally, so this year's theme is anxiety. I also run an anxiety um, and depression support group in Nottinghamshire that I've been running for the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. So this is definitely something that's sort of part and parcel of my everyday life that, I'd, that I'm happy to talk about. So Yeah, brilliant. Well, yeah, thanks again so much, Martha. So we can kick off just with the kind of, I guess, what anxiety means to you and, you know, anything around your kind of experience of anxiety. That would be lovely. Yeah, I think, God, anxiety has been a massive part of my life. And it sort of, um, I think for like a lot of people, it jumped into my life, really. It just appeared. Um, I was sort of mid-teens um, and I started getting panic attacks. And I think at the time, you know, I had no idea what was happening. Um, you know, I was at school. I was just completely, I can't even be, I can remember it so well you know even though it's it's quite a long time ago now um and I just started having severe panic attacks and that really impacted my day-to-day life I don't think that you know anybody really informed me of what what it was that was happening to me even though I sort of did speak out about it eventually because I'd stopped going to school pretty much um I, every, I think it was that trigger it started at school and then it just I couldn't go um and so I was skipping school so then I spoke to the teacher about it and they sort of said oh you know they didn't nobody explained to me and even when I went to the GP um they sort of said I might need to do a bit more exercise and when I think about that now I'm so angry because I was in a if I'd have got the right support at the time maybe that would have improved things for me moving further down the line mm. that that's that um panic disorder I suppose I had quite a severe panic so I was probably panicking about seven eight times a day and if you've ever had a panic attack you know Mm. and I was a child really when I look back um that's over the years it's it's hard to explain my whole journey because I think I've had every type of anxiety it's like it will go away and then it will turn up in a different form um so it's sort of I, I suppose it sort of manifested into like obsessive compulsive thoughts I used to get um I've had health anxiety and then sort of say 17 18 that sort of age 19 you know I was in a very bad way and I used to use alcohol to manage my anxiety because otherwise I I don't think I could have functioned as a person so I used to drink a lot um I used to take medication a lot because I was in pain with different things so that was you know it brought this whole raft of different things that happened Mm. um and then I suppose 
um, then I had my daughter and I think it's so important for people to be aware if you've got a history of anxiety that was yeah. triggering beyond I, I've, I, I went into sort of like a psychosis with anxiety really mm-hmm. to the to a state where the ground was it felt like the ground was moving um mm-hmm. I couldn't leave the house um health anxiety I used to think some very irrational things that like I was just going to die all the time um and I suppose from them it's just been different experience and then I've had generalized anxiety I'd say from that when I started to improve then I said I'm now I'm just probably generalized anxiety disorder all go I am the best I've been probably since you know you know my teens um and there's peaks and troughs I've not you know sometimes I've been worse than other times but now I think I've sort of got to a stage and used all of the tools that I've learned along the way which I should have learned a long time ago um and I do manage it really really well but it still lives there it's still part of me um you know in a sense so yeah it means it means it means a lot to me really it's a very sort of um important thing to talk about because I just think god I don't think people have an understanding if they've only sort of just felt a bit anxious now and again how it can really impact people's lives and what it does to to people so yeah definitely and that you know so interesting hearing you talk about I guess kind of how things have changed over time and you know and that's I guess you know it's a positive thing isn't it kind of I guess where we are now where the conversation around mental health and anxiety that you know the it is just much more normal to have kind of conversations about it but kind of I you know years ago that just wasn't the case so there wasn't the language to be able to talk about it it just wasn't you know things weren't spoken about in that way so you know it's it's, I mean that was 20 years ago and I mean I I do think things should have moved on um whether people still I think people still struggle to 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 find the support they need or get the reactions that they want from people in terms of understanding so there's still work that we need to do but I do think there is massive improvement if I go to groups all the time and you always get some old person say oh well this it's the new fandangled thing this mental health honestly I get it all the time and I go really so no one ever suffered with the nerves back in mm-hmm. you know when you were young there was yeah. never someone who you sort of said oh he's gonna you know or they, they're going a bit low or they, they, never there wasn't shell shock or anything and I sort of get a bit agitated when they say mm-hmm. it because I just think well, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. um but yeah we sort of do talk about it a bit more I think yeah and again again it's really interesting isn't it in terms of language and how that's used and things like mm-hmm. oh you know yeah about nerves and different things that would have been you know yeah like the my the... grandma says it quietly she's yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. That, that language piece is yeah is so so interesting yeah. thank yeah again thank you for sharing that Martha that's you know it is really super insightful and interesting can you talk to us a bit I, I guess around kind of at the you talked a little bit about the kind of physical symptoms the kind of you know the emotional symptoms can you kind of just give us a little bit more in terms of kind of how that kind of comes across for you in terms of how it can make you feel physically and emotionally anxiety is absolutely bonkers because it is it because it it affects your nervous system it affects every single thing from the top of your head to the tip of your toe so it's like I've had symptoms that you would not ever think you know um like if you're panic attacks one thing if you have a panic attack I mean that Mm -hmm. feeling of sudden rush of heat and um sweating and your heart absolutely pounding and you're going dizzy and that's a real rush of of you know fear that's you know it does feel like you're having a heart attack or something like that I think in terms of like generalized anxiety and things it's like 
every ache and pain you can think of like headaches and neck aches and back aches and leg aches and twitches and um numbness in your hands or feet um just to keep going a bit dizzy uh, all the time which makes you think you know and all of those stomach problems I mean I had especially when I first started school with the stomach issues it used to cause me which then caused me more anxiety because I was thinking I need to go to the toilet <laughs> because when I panic it makes it go you know and and it's such a horrible feeling mm. um feeling sick I get, honestly the list is is I've had weird things and I've like you know and that's why often people go to the doctor so many times because they don't understand it is anxiety and that it can do that to you you think well that can't that can't be that um I think emotionally you know it does it warps your sense of thinking so you've got your rational brain and that will sort of you know say say I've got a headache for example yeah. a normal rational person I've got a headache that's fine I'm you know I'm going to take a tablet or lie down but you become irrational and a thought will pop in and it will say mm. you know well it might be a, a brain tumor and then you think, well, it probably is a brain tumor, and then I'm going to die. And then what if I die? And then what will happen to this? And what? And then, you, then that thought, it, it like it just explodes. Um, I use a bit of an analogy in my group about anxiety, mm. really, because I, I say it's like a, you know, like the old coal fires, and something lit the flame. Whatever it was, lit that flame of anxiety. Mm. But all of those thoughts, you're keeping chucking things on that fire, and you're keeping that anxiety burning you know because all that's what those thoughts are doing because your body doesn't know the difference between reality mm. and you know your thoughts so you know when you're thinking it your body will react so you're keeping it alive not on purpose it just that's how it goes and occasionally you chuck a bit of gasoline on it and that's when you know you completely um and I always find that a good way of describing it and it's finding ways to chuck some water on that fire that's what we <laughs> we need to be doing yeah definitely yeah. I love that I love that analogy it's a really yeah a really nice kind of visual way to think about it isn't it and yeah really really powerful you mentioned that the, the group a couple of times Martha I'd love to hear a bit more about kind of how that came about and you know how that works and how it supports people that would be lovely to hear yeah so the group came about I sort of worked at my old job I worked working with self-help groups and this this uh, group was run by an, an elderly uh, guy for quite a number of years but he became too poorly to take to carry it on um and I suppose because it was an anxiety group and because of how I feel about anxiety and it just it it kind of came about and I thought I can't let this group go I've I've got to take it on do you know what I mean um so I took it on unfortunately back end of 2019 which so it had a very good established group then we had like you know good I'd say around 30 members uh, that would come quite regular and then Covid hit and you know I I did try to keep it going on Zoom and things like that Um, but anyway we've restarted um, last last January um, and we've sort of just rebuilding the group but we've added depression onto it as well because we do know that anxiety and depression often run hand in hand and mm-hmm. I've found that as well with my experience because yeah. because anxiety exhausts you yeah you're so knackered that eventually mm-hmm. you you plummet yeah you know and and that so often it does go hand in hand mm-hmm. but the groups the groups really um great I think that for people who are struggling it's like just having someone who understands that and sometimes we even laugh because we we were discussing you know some of the irrational fears that we've had 
um, and people saying they're oddest ones and it is quite amusing because actually when you talk about it it's like that sounds in that sounds mad why would you panic about that but we know we all know that that's not you know that that's how anxiety works um, and it's just a chance really for people to be able to come and we don't always talk about anxiety because you know sometimes you don't want to talk about it but we just know that people understand so yeah yeah oh it sounds amazing and I think you know the power of the connecting with people who have had you know similar experiences it's it's just so powerful isn't it to be able to you know connect people and like you said share those experiences support each other but just you know have that kind of really great kind of safe space to be able to to talk about yeah, those experiences definitely. yeah definitely I think it could, just getting with people that understand is so it's just so important I think there's there's different levels of support for anxiety that you need to sort of take into account and I think you know there's there's medical there's medication there's therapy and then there's talking and there's meeting other people that get it and I think that the three Mm. in combination or potentially you know some people may not want to use medication and that shouldn't be a first thing but it is a tool you know um but yeah I think I think it's definitely one of those things that really does help you and you, you share tips you know, you have run things you've never even tried. Like I, I always said, to, I was saying that singing. If you, if you're gonna have a panic attack, put a start singing because it, it does your breathing. And then someone was like, I've never thought about that before. That's really random. I says, I know it is, but it does actually work. So yeah, little, yeah, little yeah. tips, tips and hints and things. Like yeah, that. definitely. Well, that was something I was going to ask you about as well. So that's you know a really nice link to it. Is kind of you know I'm sure there'll be people listening who are really kind of resonate with what you're talking about. Some people you know may already have the kind of you know support and tools that they need but for for anyone who is kind of quite early and kind of experiencing you know anxiety or these kind of symptoms what would you say in terms of I guess kind of you know the the kind of great ways to get support or the first steps in terms of getting support? I think obviously accessing NHS talking therapist is is a great thing to be able to do because I do think they will have so many tools and there is you know there's so many different ways that you can manage it and it's I've tried all of them and it's about finding the ones that work for you so you know with sort of therapy you can they will examine those with you and then you can go away and try some and then you can come back um so I definitely think that's important I think talking to people about how you're feeling you know people that you trust and you know opening up I think if it does manifest then you do need to go to the GP and you, you do need to go on medication and that's fine as well because mm-hmm. that you know I, I've found that um antidepressants are quite a taboo thing but actually you know they've helped me at times when I couldn't sometimes it's become too overwhelming and you need to be in a certain place to be able to take all the tools on board yeah. um and maybe that's you know maybe that's a difficult thing to try and understand but when say I've been too anxious Mm. it's very difficult to take take the tools and be able to manage it whereas if I can just get to a level playing field a little bit just a little bit better then I can start to do things Um, and then research really around different tips and ideas so it's about retraining your brain and it's a mental feat it's a really challenging thing to be able to do to, Mm. to have to do it is possible so you know now it's about um I do thought control which is like a practice you practice for so long once that thought tips yeah I can fight it I can I can you know at 99% of the time I can go no you're yeah. gone I'm not I'm not engaging with that thought yeah and that's took me a very long time to be able to do that and it's a lot of practice um and things like meditation you know and I first put it on I thought 
I can't focus on this. I can't do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's really, I can't do it. I'm not that kind of person. Um, but then the more and more you do it and the more you're training your brain to to, to react to that um, thing, then it's actually, um, it starts to work. It, mm-hmm. it does. And it's it's a slow burner sometimes, but it's practice and practice and practice mm-hmm. and some failures. But, you know, and it, just don't give up, really. Um, and keep trying all the tools that there is out there some amazing videos and information and different websites that you can look on and and you know and if there is groups I think you know we're quite a unique group um, but there's other lots of like well-being groups where so many people have anxiety it's unbelievable I find it so sad really when I'm out and about in the community how many people do struggle as soon as you sort of mention it um, it's affecting so many of us and you know we need to be able to reach out to people and talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. I mean, that's some great, yeah, great tips. <clears throat> there. Thank you so much. I love, I love the, you know, everything you've spoken about there, but particularly kind of, you know, the, the training your brain and the thoughts. And I really resonate with that in terms of just kind of, you know, just the basic thing of recognizing that a thought is just a thought, a thought, yeah. you know, isn't the truth. It's just a thought that's going through your head and training yourself to kind of recognize that you're having those thoughts and then enable yourself to be able to kind of recognize that, you know, just because you're having that thought, that doesn't mean that that is correct. It's like just real. You know, yeah. I yeah, say, yeah. I, 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 it's quite amusing that it's not it's not, I mean it's never been amusing but you have to find humor in everything don't you yeah. I um see anxiety as like I talk about it like it's something else do you know what I mean yeah. it's like if I'm going to do something and it comes up I go Shh. yeah I'm not engaging with you yeah. do you know what I mean it's like, yeah. it's like I'm a little off, and that might probably makes me seem even more a bit bonkers but um no, it, it's 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 more like I've recognized it as not me and I think mm. people get the idea that you know, anxious people are these sort of weak and, you know, kind of timid people and blah. No, like, no, I, you know, as a person, I'm very outgoing, I'm very sociable, I'm very, you know, and it's just an irritance that I've got anxiety. It's not who I am. Um, So I do talk about it as a separate thing. I'm like, I'm not engaging with you. Yeah, you can some people call it a name, don't they? Even you know, <laughs> their thoughts or their brain, they call them a name just to go, no, shush, that whatever name. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that as well. So yeah, yeah. it's quite yeah. funny because you just think, or you've got like two little people, you've got your rational, and you're like, right, you're you're not winning yeah. this argument now. You can go away. Yeah. Um, and and I suppose another major tip is is keep doing the things that scare you. I think mm-hmm. it's it's so hard and that's so easy to say, mm. but the more you let it win. The yeah. more you don't do things, the the harder it gets, and it's you know it's about just keep doing it, and and, te- and then your brain will realise there isn't anything to be afraid of. Um, yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much again, Martha, for you know sharing all your experiences today. I'm sure that's going to be super super useful, insightful for everyone who's been listening. And you know, thanks again for the great work that you're doing. You know, again, it's lovely to hear about some of the work that you're doing in the community within Nottinghamshire as well. And you know, I know that's really really powerful stuff. So thank you so thank much. You. Thank you very much.